Just going to hold your press record, sir. Right. I knew this would happen. I hate doing intros. Like, you could do it. It's your feed. It's the first time you've done it. You're a bullet. No, I have to do enough podcast intros. the first one. It's all right. I'll give it a whirl. I've got a bassy, chocolatey, sexy voice, so it's okay. They're the heroes for In this day and age Who could ask for more The crime wave is high With muggings mysterious All police and detectives Are furious Cause they can't find the source Of this lethally evil force This is serious So give me a quarter I was a witness Get me a reporter Call April O'Neil In on this case Hey you better hurry up There's no time to waste We need help Like quick on the double Have pity on the city Man it's in trouble We need heroes Like the Lone Ranger When Tonto came pronto when there was danger, they didn't say we'd be there in half an hour, cause they displayed turtle power. Hello there folks, how are we? This is the uh, inaugural episode of Podcast in a Half Show. I'm your co-host for this evening's fun, Duncan, and right next to me is the Lovely Stacey Taylor, uh, host. <laughs> Giggling what? profusely because you use the word inaugural. That's a bigger word than I've ever used in my life, I think. Uh, I'm a word-a-day calendar, mate. Thank you. <laughs> word-a-day toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whilst he's having a drink. Um, yes, this is the triumphant return of Podcast in a Half Shell. For those of you who might know the pop culture parlour from my comic racks days uh, there was like a three episode thing maybe once uh, that I used to do with a dude named Luke because we were both massive Turtles fans but we happened to be recording at a time when there was no cartoon show there was no film on the horizon uh, and the comics that were going on at the time weren't very good and then got cancelled so we thought fuck it and gave up after three episodes but now there's a metric shit ton of awesome Turtles things occurring so I thought let's bring it back but then Luke went and got all famous so I had to settle with Duncan I guess wow <laughs> that's harsh <laughs> I love him really you know I love you really you not see how like high it jumps when I speak I've only got a really basic no that was when I did that voice. really loud laugh that's what that is when I did my ha type noise <laughs> but louder anyway let's talk about turtles well, that is what we're here to do, to be fair. In it, though. So, for the first episode, we figured it would probably be a good idea to talk about the one Turtles thing that probably most people have experienced. Because there might be some of you who don't read the comics or have never seen any of the cartoons, which is ridiculous, and you need to rectify that immediately. Um, oh, starting with the 2003 series, because it's top-notch. Sure up, man. <laughs> That's like the one Turtles thing I have never seen, and you had to pick on it immediately. Or the next, mu- next mutation. I've seen it. I just feel like I wouldn't be able yeah, but to talk about it. Nobody wants to admit it. to it because it's crap. It's pretty shit. It's pretty it shit. is crap. Yeah. And they wonder why, what's his name, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird didn't want to have a female turtle. It makes no sense. Why would she exist? Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We'll talk about that Thank at a later God. date. We're going to force ourselves to watch it and uh, talk about it at a later date. God. So, before we go on to the main topic of this episode, which will be the uh, 1990 live action movie, um, I thought it'd be a good idea if we just. Gave a little oh, 
Excuse me, I just choked on my own spit. <laughs> oh, how delightful. <laughs> I'm nothing if not highly sexy. Um, a little bit of a chat about how we got into turtles to begin with, so that people can get a feel for where we're at. And I'm going to leave that with you because I'm going to drink all this. Oh, wine. right, you're bullying me again to start, right. Yeah, okay. well, I'm drinking wine, eh? I? Shut up. I could be drinking King. Uh, actually, no, no product names. I could be drinking a type <laughs> premium of, a lager ti- beer. A type of beer from <laughs> India, a very nice one as well. But anyway, <laughs> endorsements here. Do you fancy a ninety-nine cheese pizza? <laughs> oh God, don't start. We haven't seen that anyway. No, we. I don't know well, what you're talking about. Definitely haven't. I don't know what you're on about. Um, right. Well, well, we're both kids of the eighties anyway, aren't we? And it was, it was the thing back then I mean you always had I mean completely honest back then I was if I had to pick one of the cartoons because it was you were either Thundercats He-Man Turtles or Ghostbusters and I won't lie I I loved the Turtles but Ghostbusters was always easier to get hold of I had more of the toys it was what was bought for me but I loved the Turtles there was just something about four giant anthropomorphic teenagers that was amazing um the only problem was my parents never bought me the toys at christmas so i never got to play with them but i did get to see the stage show in florida so that was nice as you already know i'm better friends with donatello than you are i've got my photo taken with him and everything shut up i had his autograph yeah but it weren't an autograph so much as a stamp i've interviewed him in your face (laughs) oh you got yeah you got to interview the real donatello i win i win it's not a competition uh, but you won anyway, so did, totally, you did win anyway. And totally you also win. met Leo. I fucking did. My oh, favourite. So. Oh, can we talk about that for a little bit, even though it's totally off topic? Well, we can, but you've got to say why. How, well, how, um, how I got into it. I, I, you know what? I got into it slightly later. Although I had like the, uh, I had the the single on um, on this ancient format called vinyl. Um, What's that now? Well, it was like a pressed <laughs> disc of black plastic that you put a needle to, and it played music. It was crazy. Um, yeah, I even had I had that. Po- Did you ever see that poster that they had for the t- for the for the movie? They had those coins. You had to collect them in a. a I've got one station. of those coins still. Yeah, I had a shitload of the co- a shedload of the coins, and I had the poster as well. I've got to say, shout out to Lee Gross for giving me that coin about two weeks ago. <laughs> got it. I don't know where any of mine are. I'm well oh. upset about that. But I remember I loved the film as a kid. I never saw Who's Secret of the Use as a kid, you know. I didn't see that until I, I was like I in did. my twenties. And I definitely didn't see the um the third one until I was See, like, I did because that was always a bit of a staple on like sort of uh, weekend TV. So I've seen number three quite a few times. I used to watch the cartoon quite a lot on mornings on BBC two just before going to school. But um Oh, I love the film, and 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 the thing is, I think that a lot of the stuff, like the media properties, have gotten better with age. As much fun as the old cartoon was, like the two thousand and three series followed the, the the comics so much better. The new series is a brilliant mixture of the two thousand and three and the eighty seven series. You know, the 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 movie from two thousand and seven was amazing. It was so good, but like this. You, there's nothing other than oh no that's a lie I was about to say there's nothing bad about the franchise there is there's the coming out of the shells tour but <laughs> which I know everybody likes to and rip on but, yeah and the next mutation <laughs> and the image comic stuff as well oh I don't but, think that's that bad anyway it, it that's, is, a, that's but, another topic yeah, for another day it's alright though but you how did you get into it Stace 
cartoons. I am not... Uh, that was an easy answer, wasn't it? The, uh, <coughs> I, I missed it first time round. Well, I say first time round. I mean, I missed the earlier series is, 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 is of it because I was only born in 85 and it came out in like 87 or something and I would have been two and I don't know shit when I'm two. But um, I think I saw the later series is, 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 and then I caught up on the other ones in the reruns and I basically just fell in love with it because it's amazing. So it was one of those shows that... Um, as much as I like things like He-Man and Thundercats, like Turtles had the humour that I was after because I don't think, unless I'm really misremembering, many other cartoons were that like, I don't want to use the word edgy because that's wrong, but do you know what I mean? Like mm. the the humour was a little bit off. It, it was not yeah. quite really child-friendly for the most part, um, but I thought it was wicked. And um, and since then, I've just been basically stuffing everything Turtles-based in my eyes, except the 2003 series, because that sort of happened around that point of my life where I thought I needed to, like, grow up and, and do sensible things with myself. And then... Why? Well, exactly. And then a, a couple of years after that, I came to the conclusion that that was stupid and I should just be a child forever. You can't um, walk through this house without spotting at least one item of Turtles paraphernalia. <laughs> It is very difficult to do so. My um, mantelpiece is a bit of a shrine to the turtles. You've got one or two figures, haven't you? I got one or two, hey. yeah, one or two. You've got one or two variants. I tell you what's really upsetting me about that mantelpiece at the moment: the new movie turtles aren't on there yet. Stone on them. Give it Hint. Time. It's almost my birthday. Anyway, so um, yeah, turtles and that. That's basically how I got into it because I didn't start reading comics until I met my uh, ex-boyfriend, now husband, Richard. Um, <laughs> that threw me for a moment. I was like, hang on a minute. Well, he's what? not my boyfriend anymore. Yeah, he introduced me to the world of comics in 2005-ish. Um, so I, prior to that, I hadn't read. I had no idea. Like, I thought the Turtles was the ridiculous, kitschy mm. madness that was the 80s cartoon but I think that's kind of what I love about the turtles is that there's so many different versions and yet somehow they all seem fine like they're all correct in some manner um, but anyway I'm rambling it's all the wine yeah turtles they're pretty wicked aren't they they're alright aren't they eh <laughs> <laughs> so how about that time that I met Tintin Coleman then <laughs> you know this is a visual medium and nobody can see you punch me on the arm then <laughs> I bet they heard it though yeah, it registered. Oh, Sorry. I'll stop hitting you now. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. You didn't know it, you're a girl. No, I won't. I was going to give you all of my willy then, but that still wouldn't because I am feeling... Well, you're all exercising in that, aren't you, at the moment? No, so. do you know what, though? Like, tangent. I am... I've been going to the gym for, like, since October, and I've been working really hard at working out, and I can now, like, press 100 pounds with my legs. Do you know how much I can lift with my arms? 12, 12 and a half? And that's on a good day. Some days I can't. I can't get past ten. I can lift two burgers at the same time, one in each hand. Into your mouth. Oh, I. Yeah. And then carry them around in your belly. Yeah, I smuggle them places in my belly. <laughs> anyway. Have you noticed that this isn't really very turtles related as of yet? Well, it is to a degree. I was going to say it's pretty turtles, but I was yeah. I was going to say to be fair, I am known for not staying on topic at anything ever. Oh, that's fine then, because you know full well that I've never really been able to do anything but go off on a tangent, (laughs) struggle to stick to one conversation topic at a time. But we have watched. We have just watched. Literally, as a a very good excuse to just watch the '90s turtle film. 
uh, again. Although I watched it last week as well in preparation for this. <laughs> I've, been bon- I've been boning up so badly, you know, but like, boning. you know, fine. <laughs> like, Honestly, I'm supposed to be the immature one, Jesus. Like finding them themes for you, getting all the uh, the soundtracks and everything, listening to all that, reading all the comics and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm going to be an asset. I said board, ass yeah. then, just in case you missed that. I'm, I No, I caught ass, but it wasn't as funny as boning. Uh, sorry. I am relying on you to remember all the facts, because whilst I know about things in terms of whether or not I liked it, I forget names and dates and stuff so I'm going to be terrible at reviewing comics because I'll be like do you remember that one what that bloke wrote with the thing and the stuff in the maybe 80s 90s 90s sometime so you'll have to be my um, official guy what knows things keep my phone next to me to get on Wikipedia then all that yeah all that so Townsend Coleman Uh, I'm not going to punch you again but um, he Michelangelo'd at me and I almost did a sex way (laughs) Oh, yeah, he was Mike. Oh, that's really bad that I thought he was Leonardo. Oh, you're terrible. Mm. You are terrible. You know why, don't you, though? Because he was the tick and the tick's blue, and that's my excuse, and I, <laughs> I intend to stick by that. Isn't Leo your favourite, though? Shouldn't, Leo's shouldn't you my know favorite. stuff? Yeah, but, shouldn't you know, know stuff? Yeah, but you're right. I know, like, three Leonardos. Technically four, but although the fourth one hasn't actually been Leo yet, and that's James Arnold Taylor, uh, Johnny Knoxville, um, oh, no, five, Brian Toshi, from the the movie, um, Jason Biggs and Seth Green when he does it. Although I've no doubt he'll sound like Seth Green doing Leonardo. Do you know, th- this is something I said the other day. Is I'm not sure he's a good choice because we are so off topic. Because um, he either does his own voice or like a ridiculous mm. caricature type voice, like um, Chris from Family Guy. And I don't think either of those things are going to work because if I hear Seth Green, I'm going to be thinking Seth Green. For some reason, I really doubted myself as to whether that was his name then. Saying it twice put the fear in me. It's it's definitely Seth Green. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. But back to the topic. That's that's a discussion for another time, that yeah. is. So, um, Townsend Coleman again. Yeah. Went to a con and he was there and I was wearing a turtle's dress and he immediately just went, whoa, bodacious dress, dude. And I just sort of <laughs> fell out of my chair. If I'd have been in his chair, I wasn't. I was standing up. Um... He said spoon and all, didn't he? He did say spoon. And Good. he signed my DVDs. And I think I babbled something at him about this podcast and then ran away, frightened. Uh, I was a bit of a twat, to be fair. But I'm not good at new people in general. And if it's new people who are also incredibly awesome and turtles, you've j- and the tick, because I fucking love the tick. I'm worried he's going to hear it now with all this waffling that we've been doing. Oh, like, oh Christ. This is a very professional thing they've brought I together. I mean, uh, what? I thought that was reserved for Rob Paulson. I do love Rob Paul. I love I love everybody. I'm so full of love. Do you know what? I, so I did it then as well. I know his name's Rob Paulson, but I started thinking like that's the guy from Fight Club as well, and started thinking that can't <laughs> be his name. And I know it's his name. I listened to his bloody podcast. Do you know sometimes because his first name, his surname, is almost like a first name. I, in my head, I think of him as Paul Robson sometimes, which ah. is stupid because it's not even close. Anyway. Let's talk about the 90s Turtles movie before well, we get too it, distracted. It's awesome. It is pretty awesome. It is awesome. Like, tits. Despite my quips and japery about the film, it, it's it's a great film. It really is. It still holds up really well. I'd maintain, and I've said this for a while now, that the only things that really age it are probably the fashion. Yeah. And in, I'd include in that the that soundtrack. as well. Yeah, the soundtrack and some of the jokes. Mm. But... 
other than that, it's fantastic. I mean, this was in a time where, and, and I love Tim Burton's Batman, but it did dick around a little bit with some of the source material in that. Whereas in this, the only real change to the source material, they, 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 they did about what, two or three different arcs of the original Mirage mm-hmm. uh, Turtle series and did it really well. And the only thing they really changed was the fact that Raphael was the one that got beaten up on the top on the rooftop as opposed to Leonardo, which is what happens in the comics. Um, maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but then again, we're not exactly doing this as a commentary, so I'm assuming you've all watched this film. If not, spoiler, <laughs> okay, alert, spoiler alert, Raphael gets beaten up on a rooftop instead of Leonardo. But it... It's it's brilliant. It's it's I say it's so weird nowadays. You know, we take it for granted that um, a movie based on a comic book will hold the source material to a, a reasonably high regard. But back then, it was you got stuff like Howard the Duck. Oh, do you know? Or, I don't or, think I've ever really seen that because the actual terrible. Howard the Duck scares the shit out of me. It's terrible. Don't watch. It. I love how I love the comic Howard the Duck. It's fantastic. I love Steve Gerber. It's a terrible film. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. And I own it on DVD. I don't know why I bought of it. You do. I cut. Well, yeah, yeah. I do own <laughs> Super Mario Brothers and Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, I, for God's sake. <laughs> I'm a student of all film, thank you very much. As terrible as it must be, you know, you've got to you've got to take the good with the bad. All right. Super Mario, though. It's hilariously bad. Uh, to be fair, I have not watched that as an adult, so it may hold some No, it's, fun, it's a perhaps. phrase I've been chucking about a bit, and I use with the, the Image Turtles comics. It is an Ouroboros of shit. If you picture the sign for infinity, the on eight on its side, the Ouroboros, it is one of them made of shit. That is exactly what <laughs> that is. Like a curling... It, it's so terrible that it comes back on itself to be hilariously bad. I think I need to watch that again at some stage. You, you don't. You <laughs> really don't. It's as terrible as you remember it. But anyway, that's in no way related to turtles at all. <laughs> How many times are we going to say that this episode? Quite a bit, I think. Actually, that yeah. could be a, that could actually be a drinking game in and of itself. <laughs> How many and times are we going to get back? Seventeen on topic? minutes in, and everyone's pissed. Um, no, talking about the. Um, Sticking to the source material business. One of my absolute favourite scenes in anything ever, let alone this movie, is the scene when Raph and Casey meet. Mm. I don't know why I keep nodding. I can't. Nobody can see me nodding. Maybe they can hear if you nod vigorously enough. <laughs> no, my hair's not long enough anymore. They won't hear it flopping about. <laughs> flapping in the breeze. Um, yeah, that scene is, is pretty much basically lifted from... There's some bits that are straight-up panel-for-panel type awesomeness. And... Um, Casey's one of my favourite characters anyway, or he was up until that image run. Let's not go there. Um, Manager of a grocery shop. With a kid. That's yeah, not but really had, his. yeah, but he had the kid anyway. That that's Mirage, so that's yeah. canon. Do you know what? I don't like that. Though. Anyway, again, getting off. Getting not his kid. Not his kid though. It's uh, somebody else's kid. But the thing is, giving him a kid ages him, and if that ages him, then they're no longer teenage turtles, are they? Anyway. Well, they weren't so. in Volume 4. They were technically middle-aged. <laughs> I'd love to see a turtle's comic where they're all just yeah. sitting around in their slippers <laughs> reading newspapers and smoking pipes. Oh, they're not quite that boring. I'm Jesus. talking about the good old no, days. No, 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 no. No, they're middle-aged, <laughs> but they still kick boote, if you will. Fair play. Fair play. Anyway. Word we're, of the day. 
I do. I love Casey Jones as well. He's a couple, Who he's doesn't? a badass. And any time he's he's not, a total sociopath know? though, isn't he? Like he's not. Mm. He's not. He should not be hanging around in regular society. I get upset with any kind of turtles media that doesn't feature Casey Jones. I mean, that's mm. what probably what it, it, it's a it's a silly thing really to gripe about. But the the eighty seven series, he only I think he only appears in something like nine episodes, and it makes me laugh that it was like he was just Casey Jones. Never took his mask off, even when he was undercover wearing a full suit with a. Mask in on. that corporate job, oh, it's ridiculous! <laughs> I love it. He goes for an interview in a hockey mask. Yeah, I love it. That, that's what I mean. That's that's funny, but I always want more, and that's one of the things I loved about the 2003 series was how much Casey Jones was in it. Stop rubbing it in, man. It's a good show. It's a really <laughs> good show. Although apparently the actors they use were non-union, so there's a bit of problem for right now. Don't mention that to your best mates, Rob Paulson and Tamsin Capper Coleman. <laughs> They're not my best mate. I think Townsend was genuinely frightened of me. Although I did make a massive twat of myself on the Sunday, though, because I was really tired. I went back over to him to apologise for being a twat the day before, and I don't think he remembered me at all. So he must have been really confused. Um, Oops. To be fair, the amount of people they'd probably see at those sort of things. Although you would have thought that they'd probably remember somebody in a bright green turtle's dress. Yeah. Sorry, I was just reminiscing about talking to Townsend. Anyway... Uh, Casey Jones, yeah. He's fit though as well, are you? You don't care. That's why I went to go. That's why I watched that film. It's for how much I love Elias Because April O'Neil's not attractive enough, so. (laughs) He's got long hair. Do you know what? I like. Do you know what? I say this, and I've said it tonight, and I I say it quite regularly when I watch that film. It always annoys me that Elias Cote has, has not done more things. Like I know he pops up in stuff, but he was brilliant as Casey Jones. He was mm-hmm. fantastic. He is hands down my favourite Casey Jones. Like without a doubt, he's just he's brilliant. He's got the right amount of of swagger and sort of cocky bravado for the role. He's fantastic. He really is. Plus they've got the proper mask as well yeah. and everything. He doesn't look oh, awesome. You know, cricket. <laughs> you can't, you know, you gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. I love it's brilliant. that whole interaction. <laughs> what I like about it as well is the fact that they get off on a really shitty foot, but because of the way he's written and the way that he plays him, you can totally understand why they end up being mates mm. um, and how he ends up sort of part of the little group. Because um, the, the April thing always struck me as really odd because essentially she gets abducted by a turtle and dumped in the sewer and she doesn't really know where she is and she just sits down for story time with Splinter like, oh, this is acceptable. This is my life now. <laughs> oh, Michelangelo tries to keep her as a pet. Not as a pet. He asks if he can keep her. That's yeah, the sort of thing you ask about way. a pet. No, it's like in a in cute way. like a pet way. way. Like, no, you're so odd. Oh, you're going to put her in a cage and that, throw fish heads at her, <laughs> poke her with a stick. <laughs> Weird. Don't make me... Oh, but Mikey's so cute. He'd never do that. I like to ruin things for other people because I'm dead inside. To be fair, I hadn't actually realised. Like, even though I watch this film at least once a year, and that's not an exaggeration, um, I had never actually quite realised how pervy Mikey is in this. Like, he spends all of his time when April's on the telly, like, literally plastered up against the screen, like, she is a babe, and you're like, dude. Yeah, but he's a teenager, he can't, he doesn't understand his hormones, hormones and stuff, he's got hair growing in strange places and that, he doesn't know what to do with himself, he's a turtle, isn't he, hey? No other female turtles about. Do turtles get pubic hair? I don't think that's a thing. Rich, do turtles have pubic hair? Yes. He said yes, so it must be true. I don't want to know if the answer's <laughs> correct or not, to be honest Apparently with you. Apparently turtles have massive dongs, but that's... 
another story. Like proportionately for uh, the size of them. Once again, I'm pulling a face <laughs> and nobody can actually see me like sort of trying to show my... I don't know, disgust is too strong a word, but yeah, let's go with that, that'll do. There was um, somebody like reanimated the 80s opening sequence as if it was like actually realistic and scientifically sensible, and so they were rocking a humongous bonus. (laughs) It was so disturbing. I'm glad I've not, I'm really glad I've not seen that video. I really wanted to wash my eyes out afterwards. (laughs) Good. I want to wash my brain out and I've not even seen it. <laughs> Jesus. That's horrific. It's mad what some people, people will do. Some people have got far too much time, says us, but some people have got far too much time on their hands. This yeah. touch rich coming from a co-host of a podcast exclusively about the Ninja Turtles, but no, I think that's at least I'm not drawing giant turtle wangs that's on anthropomorphic true. turtles. We are so. talking about them, though. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true, and God damn if I'm not got that image in my head now and it's probably never going to leave. No. Thanks for that, Stace. So, shall we just talk about the 90s movie some more then because of reasons? We'll get away, get rid of the imagery of giant <laughs> turtle dongs and yeah, sure. That'll do me just nicely. Oh, dear. Um, how do we fit... Okay, as we were watching this, we uh, duly noted that for some reason the little storytelling sections of this film mm. in which Splinter does flashbacks of meeting the turtles and more like mutating and there's one a bit later where he's going to town on uh, Shredder's face when he was a rat. Yeah, Splinter's Tale 1 and 2 for anybody who had it on vinyl. Oh yes. <laughs> um, what's with the dodgy quality of those then guys? Can anybody explain this to me please? Yeah, we really couldn't quite wrap our heads around this. I, I, my only well, possible... Well it's proper pixelated to fuck isn't it? Well, it's like they've got it on a really dodgy bit of film stock. Um, like taped off the telly. It, it's, yeah, it's like in old British sitcoms where when they'd film outside, the film stock looked worse than when they were filming on set. It, my only assumption is that it was supposed to be because it's a flashback, because the room goes dark and then the characters are there on the black with like a mm. black background, that it was supposed to be the character is explaining it and they're showing what's um, a visualisation of... Of what they're explaining, but it was it wasn't projected behind the characters. It was an actual separate thing. Yeah, an actual separate image. So why the the film quality was so bad in comparison to the rest of it, I don't understand. And why that animatronic rat was so bad as oh well. Oh god! And those tiny turtles yeah, that look terrifying. like nightmare beasts. <laughs> the terrifying teenage terrapins. Well, they're not even teenage at that stage, are they? They're just like. It was a play on words. I was trying to do a. Sorry. A, be a. Um, God damn it! I nearly said illiterate. Then <laughs> it's like wow. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, yeah, no, that bit's terrifying. But I do think, in terms of telling the story is pretty good because there are a lot of films that would either gloss over that sort of thing or like waste a whole lot of time Mm. actually showing it in full whereas this made sense for Splinter to be telling the story because you know April's just turned up and she's like the fuck's happening in front of my eyes so it needs an explanation but it's not an origin tale that needs a massive it's not like Mm. it doesn't require half a film explaining it you don't want to see a film of a small boy wandering through the streets with a, a, a you know, a jar of turtles. Yeah, a jar of turtles <laughs> dropping it, um, a, a 
truck full of mutagen or radioactive waste or what, whatever it is, depending on which um, continuity you go with, falling into the sewer and making them grow. That's boring. You want to see them as turtles and then have a brief bit of backstory. Yeah. Any any sensible iteration of it knows that it's not. You don't gloss over it, like you say. You just it's something that's you just do very quickly. That's it. It doesn't need a massive amount of. Uh, explaining because it's there that's it you don't too much questioning to it sort of reveals how daft it is really when you think about it <laughs> oh yeah because what I always found strange uh, and I noticed this when, when Rich and I started watching the cartoon again last week is that there's a bit where Splinter explicitly says in the cartoon um, that they started turning into the thing they'd most recently been in contact with mm. so surely he should have turned into a rat turtle mutant thing because he was claiming the, the thing he'd most recently been in contact with was his human counterpart or whatever. But then... I think with that it's supposed to be that because he'd lived with so many rats and he'd only recently seen, like, bumped into the four turtles. But even <laughs> then, into a But book. even then it's, it is a bit daft. It's, it should have been... I mean, that's always kind of bothered me about the, the old series is that Splinter was a human that turned into a rat. Especially because there's more than a few episodes where he gets turned back to being human. He's like, no, nah, it's all right, I've been turned back into a rat. I never missed being a human at all. Like, are you... What, really? <laughs> like, are you mental? Like, See, this is... <laughs> I think the idea of him being a human first, though, makes more sense to me in terms of knowing ninja skills. Yeah, but he's supposed because to have been a reasonably little... smart rat. I was going to say, that's the thing that I find hilarious, is in that flashback of him yeah, like, yeah. in the cage, you're like, <laughs> hey, 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 you're like, no, dude, you're a rat, yeah, pack yeah, it up. Yeah, but mercifully, they didn't have the little sound effects of him squeaking, hey, yeah, thank God. Because <laughs> I don't that think anybody would have got through that. That would have definitely made it better. Because um, I think that's marginally more acceptable than rat learns kung fu somehow <laughs> I, I know what you're saying although I, I believe rats are supposed to be reasonably intelligent cr- creatures I mean I'm not a scientist so I couldn't exactly say but um, from what I gather they're, you know, they're reasonably smart creatures scientists use them for running maze and stuff so uh, granted yeah it's stre- once again this is what I mean not glossing over it but just you know kind of getting through it quickly yeah. because it's one of those things where it's like if you poke into it a little bit too deeply it sort of starts to fall apart a little bit like mm. really a rat that knows kung fu are mm. you or ninjutsu are you meant like you know is this really yeah. like because i've not seen it but i have heard that in the new movie which us brits don't get till october screw you hippies in america bullshit bullshit um that apparently splinter learns all his badass ninja skills from a book he finds on the floor One in book. the sewer. In the sewer. Just a single which, book. Yeah, which seems incredibly daft. Yeah, but I'm not going to rag on it because I really want to see that film, and it's probably still going to be pretty tits. To be fair, it'd yeah, have I'm... to be like super, super wrong and fucked up. Because I'm, people think I'm terrible because I'm not a massive purist when it comes to like adaptations of stuff whereas I think as long as you get the characters right I'm not that fussy about the origin or like the the plot as long as the characters are right and the action is good I'll probably be fairly happy some things work better in a static image than they do jumping about on screen that's 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 just the fact of it It, Mm. you know it can't be helped Uh, not everything translates as well to cinema you you know Galactus Galactus would not have worked on, and I know, do you know what? I know this has been a debate that's been going on for quite a while. I'd love to have seen a giant, like. Purple hatted uh, monster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd have liked to have seen a, 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 an Empire State building sized man with a purple hat on, and I would have thought that would have been amazing. But 
it just it doesn't necessarily translate to screen because it, it looks would look ridiculous. ridiculous yeah. yeah, it's like the change at the end of the Watchmen. Like you know when people are really ragging on him not being the giant squid. I was like that makes mm. perfect sense to me because imagine a giant squid for a second. Mm. It's ridiculous. Well, this is that and the fact that it required so much backstory and subplot to go into that mm. that they wouldn't have been able to have done it. But <laughs> again, I still I agree with the comment. It's it wouldn't have translated to screen as well as. You know, having it be that they've faked Doctor Manhattan's powers to make it seem like he's an enemy. Mm. But, but I say it's some things don't translate to screen. Um, we had a point. I was going to say, what, um, where were we going with this? I, but, well, the origin, the origin, obviously. Yeah. But but I say, I I think. Um, see, I think the original origin, that the way that they did it in the eight, the nineties film, it works, and it's it's. Almost exactly the it is exactly the same as the one from the Mirage comics, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, getting uh, my I, the, the thing is this is going to sound really terrible because I've read so many, so many of the comics <laughs> in random orders, and I've watched like the cartoons and the films and stuff. I do get bamboozled as to what actually is. This is the problem. You see, you're bit. suffering from uh, turtle overload. I know? am. I really am. You're gonna OD on turtles. It's uh, it's not gonna be. If I'm gonna die, ODing on turtles is a pretty good way to go. I reckon. I thought you wanted to die with a cake in your hand, or a pizza, or a pizza. Sorry, yeah. (laughs) Well, if you're on both, that's one for each hand. Job done. Get a pizza in one hand and a cake in the other, and like turtles on the telly, sorted. So anyway, (laughs) you're gonna have to edit out all the breaks where we stop to have a sip. Ah, that's what. Oh, what have I just done to my fringe? Once again, nobody can see it. It doesn't matter. I know yeah, you keep whinging about it. But... It looks ridiculous. I need to cut it. Anyway, that's uh, not a story for this podcast. No, no, not in the... Well, no, you couldn't even cut it into a turtle style. Unless you were bold. Uh, you could shave it all off. And then I could just constantly lick my hand and rub my head. Oh, Donatella's my God <laughs> almighty. Guys, that guys so... Duncan almost had a brain aneurysm. <laughs> Uh, whilst watching this it's film not, it, it's, it's like ridiculous. Donnie's got a nervous twitch it's ridiculous really because it's such a it's such a minor thing to have a gripe with and as I say I like this film so much that it doesn't ruin it for me in any way but it really bothers me it just irks you every time you see it <laughs> yeah it does um, in more than a few scenes for literally no good reason whatsoever the guy in the suit of Donatello whilst Corey Feldman is is uh, waffling on doing his 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 Donny spiel for some reason licks his hand a couple of his fingers and then rubs it across his his head and he does it a good few times and i can't not spot it if it was something that was done as just um like like a little character thing in moments of of quiet he's not talking or whatever i wouldn't have spotted it but because he's doing it during moments where he's talking or during serious sections it's really obvious and it, it it's what was probably... the one that pissed you off the most where it was something fairly serious and he does it um when they all jump in when the when the foot all jump in from the roof because he's saying like oh um I don't know if structurally speaking this is the right time for you to be yes. jumping in. And he, he does it like midway and he's doing it whilst he's talking. He licks his fingers and rubs his head. Now, allow me to try that. Right, if I'm turning that now, there we go. That's what happens when I lick my fingers. It, it distorts my voice. And my fingers are all... Yeah. Do they taste like garlic bread? Sadly, no, but oh. like... In the spirit of all things turtles, we also uh, had a wonderful feast of pizza and garlic bread before watching the film. It it felt right. 
And it was awesome. It was awesome. Bravo to um, uh, supermarket. <laughs> insert supermarket yeah, choice Insert here. supermarket that we went to to get a delicious pizza from. <laughs> the thing about that weird little like twitchy thing that Donnie seems to do, which is really odd, is that the others all seem to also have things that they do quite frequently, but it fits. Mm. It's it's almost like the particular that particular guy in that suit was it Leaf Tilden was that Donnie? I can't Stick remember. Um, it's hey, what about Leaf Garrett? You leave him be, eh? Leaf, Leaf is a terrible name. It's a seventies name, isn't it? Come on, leave him, name. leave him be. It's not his fault. It's his parents' fault. It's a terrible name. Um, it's almost like he doesn't quite understand what's going on in a scene and just sort of moves because he feels like he needs to. And it's like, mate, no. I, I say, I don't think that the movement itself was bad because it struck me as being like, it felt a little bit like a Three Stooges sort of move. Mm. It doesn't <laughs> seem like something Donnie would do, though. Yeah, but they were sort of going for, I, I felt they were getting positioning Donnie and Mikey as being quite comic reliefy. Yeah. You know what he needed? So in that. He needed glasses so he could do the old nerd push up. Yeah. That that could have been his twitch. Yeah, you know, us Christ. nerds pushing our glasses up our schnozzies. <laughs> Ugh, the only time I do that's when I use the mid- middle finger. Um, <laughs> I do it all the time. That's because my glasses are slightly <laughs> too big for my face. I always prefer to go for more of an Eric Morecambe sort of like that. <laughs> Nobody saw that. No, I know, but if anybody knows um, Morecambe and Wise, they know what I'm on about. I'm sure, but. Um, yeah, I say, I, it wasn't what he was doing, it was when he was doing it. Mm. Almost, like you say, as if he didn't realise when... <laughs> what was what actually was being filmed Yeah, what was... Uh, like, to be fair, I imagine, because it's puppetry, he might not have realised that the mouth was speaking at the time or something, although I assume they'd been given, like, pointers as to what was going on. Who would they see out of there? Those um, suits. Well, Can we talk about the suits? Through the mouth, me? as you pointed out to me, and I have ruined officially that sequence for me. Ruined that film for Duncan. Um, I'm going to ruin it for everybody else now. You know that awesome bit where Raph wakes up in a bath and he's all like, "It's a Kodak moment," and everybody has a good laugh. Just look into Donnie's mouth. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you definitely can't see when he throws his head back and <sighs> opens his mouth to its fullest extent. And there's another mouth inside. <laughs> ah, it's terrifying. It's like it's alien. Terrifying. It's horrible. Absolutely terrifying. And you can't unsee it once you've seen it. You'll see that every time you yeah, watch it. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be like Christian Bale's eye war in the dark night. I'm never going to be able to unsee this mouth in the in the mouth. <laughs> it <laughs> is absolutely terrifying. But the suits are amazing, though, aren't they? They are, they are. And as I said, I, I think that they're better than the ones... I think they're the, the, the best ones of all three of the live-action films, actually. I concur. Uh, of the... The, the third ones were awful. Films. The third ones well, yeah, were like the like liver spotted yeah. nonsense. Awful. That's it. The, what was it? The <clears throat> sorry. Old age, old age pension ninja turtles. <laughs> they look terrible. Yeah, they are pretty awful. But uh, the second ones aren't too bad. I mean, I thought, thought, I felt that the heads were a little bit, um, probably too small. Mm. Whereas in the in the first film they seem to be right, they're like sort of squashed and wide a bit. Whereas in the second one, all the animatronics were in the head, so they could be remote controlled. Mm. Which I thought I don't think you know it probably helped, and it was probably a lot easier for the puppeteers and stuff. But I don't think it lent itself to the look of the face, mm. of the faces. Sorry, um, but then again, I don't think that the actual suits on a whole look as good as the ones in the first film, mm. uh, apart from the occasional sort of 
animatronic mishap like uh, Donatello sucking through a straw. Don- yeah, Donatello <laughs> sucking through a straw, and, and his, his entire top off. lip just like flaps up and hits oh, him in the God, eye. Practically, yeah, like he can't control his own lips. It, it was hilarious, <laughs> but I on, once again How another have we one. Never of, noticed once, that yeah, once again another one of these things that I had not noticed until I watched it with you tonight and. You have seemed to you try attempted to ruin this film for me. <laughs> I would never do such a thing because I adore this film and I don't I want to ruin it do. for anyone. I do think though the um, the suits wise, because like, one of the one of the biggest complaints you tend to see on the internet about the suits in the first film is the fact that the shells are very visibly squashy. But can you really expect dudes to be doing badass ninja badassness in like like heavy? properly like armoured shells like that's not going to happen like they were doing backflips and gambles and kicking some serious ass the fight scenes in these are pretty badass I like him Gambol he's in uh, one of the Harry Potter films isn't he took over from Richard Harris as uh, Dumbledore (laughs) you've lost me Michael Gambol (laughs) sorry that was a really really terrible joke (laughs) please Uh, edit that out (laughs) no I'm leaving it in and I'm going to insert some um, canned laughter as well actually do you know what that and a snare drum if you don't mind I'd like that but um, yeah no you're right you couldn't mind you having said that from look at the photos of the set of the new turtles they seem to have actual shells on Mm. to um, uh, presumably must be restricting their movement to a certain extent but I suppose that there's a certain leeway with with the CGI. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I'm not in the biz, so I couldn't really say 100%. Plus, I'm not... I don't understand computers. Do you know what? You're doing a better job of working this one than me. I couldn't work this sound file and thing, and I definitely couldn't edit it, so... You could. It's as easy as highlighting bits and then pressing the button that's got scissors on to cut it out. Oh, like yeah, I could, but simple. I'd cock it up and probably delete like half of it by accident, no my luck. That's okay, you can just undo. Computers these days, eh? The wonders of technology. Cool. Welcome to the 21st century. Cool. It's like it's we're living cool. in the Jetsons. Do you know, this is again off topic, but just this just reminded me, it's so fucking hilarious. You know in The Secret of the Use, there's this wonderful bit where Donatello's trying to like hack into some system have you seen that and he's using like the world's smallest laptop with his giant turtle fingers yeah. and it's like mash 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 it's like the worst I was crying is that the bit where I watched that straight after watching the the 90s one mm. and I could I was struggling to watch it because I don't particularly like it which I, I attribute to the fact that I didn't watch, if, I reckon if I'd watched it as a kid I'd probably enjoy it a lot more there'd be a bit of nostalgia but, there, yeah you? exactly I, I mean for me it's a little bit difficult to get over the fact that they don't fight with their weapons but I but, had not noticed that until like mm, two days ago when somebody pointed it out to me and yeah. now I can't even believe that's ridiculous yeah you should watch the honest trailer for it from Screen Junkies that's it's, what we watched that's how yeah. I and I was like are you kidding me and yeah. then they pointed out that hilarious bit where they're sat in the Net and Leo's just sat there with two katana on his back, and, and they're like, it. "How do we get out of this net?" Then, <sighs> fucking, oh my god, you've got like a giant pair of scissors on your back. <laughs> what more do you want, mate? Fuck. Anyway, but uh, that's that was the the bit you're on about is where he's going like, "If I get it wrong, I'll block out the entire database." Oh, like wow, you're like the most technologically inept Donatello With his ever. giant turtle fingers just mashing the keypad. <laughs> Bless him. He tried. That's it. From what I've seen of the new one in the trailers, Donatello seems to have set up a pretty sophisticated network of mm. like surveillance systems and all seems sorts like of stuff. like a total badass. Like, well, like nerd settle badass. down. 
No, know. he does yes, look. I'm the glasses good. look fine. No, it's not that. It's, I know how much <laughs> you love Donatello. No, it's because I know how much you love Donatello. You're getting all like, ooh, art palpitations and that, <laughs> innit? Because it's Donatello. Like. I don't love him that much. Although, when I was a kid, I did want to marry him, which is weird. It's all right. I wanted to change my name to Ray Stance, so. No, but that's fine, because that's not. Not really. It's a bit weird. Having a turtle isn't it? penis in your vagina, is it? Like, not that I thought about it sexually at the time, because I was very young, but, you know, that's where marriage is. Good job you haven't seen that video, isn't it? Would have, have you seen you. the video of turtles having sex? Not the turtles, just turtles, like real life actual turtles. They make the weirdest noise. It's like. drinking any more wine whilst probably, we're recording probably this. not I've only got a bit left do you know there's lemonade in this and I'm still mental really mm. it's a big glass though right to be fair it's like the size of my face practically this is a large bottle and I'm still trying to avoid the concept of turtle sex and the noises that they make <laughs> oh Jesus Christ <laughs> I'm going to show you that afterwards mm. <laughs> please don't so, we just watch Lonely Island videos instead okay that'll do do they have any about turtles? Don't think they do. Got one about marrying a man. It's not the same. No, I was going to say. Shape or I form. don't know how that relates, but yeah, they do. You, you are correct. No, well, to be fair, that's more a case of I really like that video, and it's got Edward Norton in it, and it makes Aww. me chuckle. He makes such a sweet couple with your man. Yeah, exactly. See, that's it's one of my. That's that's it. That sounds really bad. It's it's sorry. Uh, people out there it's literally that it is my favourite video that's the first one that came to mind <laughs> oh, oh god <laughs> where, where were we in the actual discussion about this film we sh- you should have actually taken notes instead of that I one do, note that I you wrote, took I wrote one note I can't even remember what it says I'm going to go and get it in- entertain the people while I'm <laughs> well it's, do you know what this is why I was actually going to say before we started recording we yeah. should have done this as like a commentary track but in retrospect yeah. all we would have done is sat there watching the film well while Stacey gets the note Oh, it's all right. She's come back now, which is good because I was flailing already and she'd only been gone for about two seconds. <laughs> My note says, least stealthy ninjas, van of stolen crap, which refers to the very first scene in which we see the Foot Clan like, Oh, I thought you meant shit. the turtles. I was going to say, having said no. that, they do like abandon the concept of stealth. Oh, yeah, by the end of the film, they are just on a rooftop hollering things mm. at Casey and April, which is pretty funny. Now, that note was in reference to the fact that um, I think this is something that... A, re- a reoccurring theme in most turtles incarnations is that most of the ninjas in it are shit at stealth <laughs> and that's like one of the tippity top ninja skills like that's the one thing everybody should be fucking tops at like invisible just be invisible but like the foot are just sitting there in this massive white van parked in an alleyway in the middle of the day with kids running to and fro dropping off tellies and stolen yeah. ghetto blasters and other such 80s 90s paraphernalia <laughs> The kids aren't even conspicuously dressed either. They've got that really terrible 90s fashion that made them stand out like a mm. sore thumb. Yeah, and um, the foot are like poking their heads out of the van with those weird masks fly with the fly eyes. eyes. It's like you couldn't be more conspicuous if you tried. And from the training bit that we saw as well, they're terrible at martial arts because they can't even extend their legs properly without <laughs> bending the knees. That's something that really bothers me. Like, I, <laughs> Granted, do you know what? I, I was never... Well, I was, you know, all right, relatively proficient at um, karate, two belts away from a black belt. But, like, even I knew that you don't bend your knee when you kick. That's not... That's not effective. No, it's not. It's ridiculous. And even now, after after getting out really out of shape, 
and not having done any real exercise apart from anything that I have any lifting and carrying I have to do at work, I can still kick better than than most people in like nineties and eighties martial arts films, which is really bad. Mm. What I love about the um the training and everything is that you get to see Tatsu do a little bit of stuff. That is his yeah. name, isn't it? I just had another moment where I doubted myself. For some reason, I want to call him Tetsu, but I think that's Akira. So I think it's Tatsu. Yeah. But he's like supposed to be basically he's like Shredder's right hand man. So he's got to be like pretty tits as a as a fighter ninja type dude. Yeah, he's fucking brilliant at standing around. Yeah, I was going to say every fight scene he's in, he's just stood there doing like a Judge Dread kind of face. He's really strange. good at giving hand signals whilst also shouting his command at the same time. <laughs> Attack! Thus, thus rendering his hand signal completely pointless. Well, it looks dramatic, doesn't it, on film? Not when he stood behind everyone trying to give them a hand signal that they can't even see. <laughs> it's fucking stupid, is what it is. I love how we're tearing this film apart, even though we both bloody well love it. I think that's one of the things I love about it, though, is that there's so much fucking wrong with it, and yet I still enjoy every minute of watching it I wouldn't say wrong once again I'd just say minor quibbles mm. you know I, I I don't know man Donatello's mate is straight up wrong like yeah, at all times yeah. it's doing something weird yeah, it's like the oh, puppeteer well, lost control of his face like that. if it's not doing something weird it's showing us horrors that we don't need to see <laughs> it's like Donatello's all other person oh <laughs> It's it's like it, when he opens his mouth, it's like some kind of HP Lovecraft in the mouth of madness shit. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it, no, that was horrible. Even though I know it's a human being inside there, it's still oh, nightmare fuel. It's weird to see. It. Yeah, I apologise for drawing your attention. Yeah, to I it. wish you hadn't. It's horrible. It really is. But once seen, never unseen. Unfortunately, <laughs> we had a point that we were on, and I've forgotten it. Well, I think the overarching point of what we've been saying is, well, <laughs> despite how it might have seemed, that is that we actually really, really like this film. I do really, really like this film. Okay, let's list all the things that we think is tits about this film. Casey fight Jones. Ca- yes, fight scenes. Casey, Casey Jones. Jones. Um, the, the cricket line. Yeah. The cricket um, line. Oh, there are some brilliant, like, random lines in this, in this there film. There are some terrible random lines. There are some terrible well. lines also. And like Bossa Nova. Chevy Nova. Uh, I tell you what I find really funny is you know that scene when Donnie and Casey are trying to fix the car uh, and they're doing insults that begin with like they're going through the alphabet insults insults. that nobody has ever used ever except the screenwriter of that film like what? Gak brain (laughs) was it Gak no Gak face and hose brain like nobody they're the worst (laughs) PG-rated insults that I've ever heard. I would have loved him to just get to F and Donatello goes, fuck face. <laughs> that would be fucking classy. <laughs> oh, mm, I would love to see that, actually. Don't you think the turtles would swear? Because well, they're kids. Do you know what? I remember I actually got a couple of issues of Volume 4, hmm. um, and somebody wrote in, I think it was, um, I think Peter Laird wasn't, had nothing to do with it, but Kevin Eastman was still involved. Because mm. he's like remained the one constant throughout, yeah. hasn't he? And somebody wrote in saying like, oh, you know, what, well, what about him using cuss words? And he's like, well, you know, we don't really, we don't really do that. You know, they don't, they don't swear. And I was thinking like, they kill people. Like, it really... They kill like, people, them, but they've like, got to be polite about it. That's it. Like, what? Them saying a couple of cuss words every now and again is the worst thing that they're going to do. Fuck off. Like, 
I've never stabbed anybody. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'd rather do. I'd, I'd rather say the. I'd rather say fuck a couple of times than stab somebody up the up in the chin. I wondered what you were going to say then because you st- I thought you were going to say up in the chuff and I was like, no, because oh, no. right. Whenever I think about Raphael stabbing anybody with his scythe, for some reason I always think about like um, stabbing up through the chin like that into the head, and I know that's really that's horrible. That's really grim. Yeah, I know. That's really it, you know, grim. right? It, it was from that Thomas Jane Punisher film when he stabs that guy through the mouth and you can see the blade oh. go, and that's always stuck with me. Oh, that's and that's I can't help but think of that when anybody stabs somebody. Except Leo chopper dude to bits because he's got swords in it. He's not. Got That's a fork. what I love about this film as well is that um, because they obviously can't show the turtles like slicing off limbs and shit. There's a there's a scene where Leo straight up smacks a guy in the legs with both of his katana and the dude just falls down. I was like, oh, I want your legs to be missing. But that's what <laughs> that's what gets me about this film. They don't really like. All right, at best they hurt people, incapacitate mm. them. You know, they don't murder anybody they just cause you know bodily harm and yet for some reason that was a bit too much for parents of the 90s and 80s that you know god forbid they should have weapons on display and sort of waft them in the direction of other people (laughs) the only person right let's see i can't even really remember michelangelo actually using his nunchucks on somebody or the only one i can really fully remember is donnie Whacking somebody with his stick out of all the weapons. Do- I was going to say, Donnie does a fair bit of whacking people with a stick. One of my favourite moves is when he like sort of jumps over two people and then smacks them both in the yeah, face. Yeah, I love another. that bit. That's pretty. T- Straight after Michelangelo does that completely unrealistic move with the nunchucks that defies physics by spinning them on his finger <laughs> with the chain. Now, <laughs> I've told you this before. Something not a lot of people know about me. I used to be reasonably. Um, I used to be reasonably good with a pet, with a not pair, because I'm not Bruce Lee, but with nunchucks. I used to be able, to, I used to be a decent chucker, eh? Um, Does anyone call themselves a chucker? No, I don't think. I, granted, I, it's not like I, I went on the world nunchuck circuit. Not, I don't think there is a real thing. But like, I want to look that up later. But I, you know, I used to be decent with a pair of nunchucks, and I'd never known of anybody, not. Bruce Lee, not Jet Lee, not anybody who could do that with nunchucks. Having said that, I've never seen Bruce, uh, Jet Lee use nunchucks, but I can't I just, think of, an, it was of another Lee, famous it was chucker. Lee. Well, I was thinking of Lee's. Okay. Um, Chun Lee. Yeah, I can't think of any other Lees. Sorry. Jason Lee. Okay. So, talking about that fight scene, though, in that 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 awesome scene in which Waff gets thrown through the. Uh, Skylight, which, yep. by the way, made me straight up cry the first time I saw it, and my mum had to pause the video to calm me down. Um, <laughs> that scene is probably the best one for illustrating how good this film is because they do a lot of badass ninja moves in quite an enclosed mm-hmm. space with quite a lot of people around and a Raphael lying on the floor. Um, it's pretty awesome, but it does have that ridiculous Donatello <clears throat> water bit. Yeah. With Which, a really awful... You could tell that that head was moulded specifically just for just that for one that scene. Where his mouth's... I can't... It's once again, like, I can show you, yeah. but I couldn't describe how bad it looks. It it's does so look bad. Terrible. This, this is a visual medium. I could, I could point, <laughs> like, illustrate it, but... It's not even the look of his face when he does it that gets me. It's the fact that when he spits... Because basically, two foot 
ninja like sort of throw him into a goldfish tank yeah, an amphibian brilliant wicked um, <laughs> so he work? sucks up some of the water pops out and squirt like spits it into the face of this one foot ninja and this ninja reacts like he has thrown a bottle of acid on him he's like ah, like running off grabbing his face and I'm like dude that's just goldfish tank water you know that's why he's probably like, oh, that goldfish does his business oh, in the water. It's basically, it's basically his toilet. Like, no, I've that's got fish disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. I don't know. That's but Donatello has it in his he doesn't give a shit. Dude, dude lives in a sewer. I don't really think he can like knock anybody or anything for his cleanliness. Really, this is true. Okay. Which is uh, once you know, going back um, to a point we made whilst we were watching the film. Bless Casey Jones for being claustrophobic which I still maintain is a fun I think that's a, a fun silly little sort of character quirk for him being such a big tough guy to be like and I know it's a serious a proper thing of like people being enclosed in tough spaces but I think it's a nice little sort of um, uh, just foible char- fo- yeah foible if you like um, for his for his character that he can't be doing with being in enclosed spaces despite ha- the fact that he will happily don a hockey mask and run and beat the crap out of people who could potentially be carrying a gun. But when you think about it, all he had to say was, I'm not scared of tight spaces. It I have straight a, up stinks I, in here. I have a nose. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I can smell. I'm not one of those Persian cats that has a nose pressed up so far up from inbreeding that he can't smell. This place stinks. It's a sewer. Yeah. We have walked through shit. human feces. Like little yeah. shit. Rivers of human feces. This it's how casually April strolls through it in those little heels that she's wearing. Mm. So it's blatantly all up on her ankles and like seeping up her tights and things. Yeah, that That's... yellow raincoat weren't going to do her no good down there, was it? Eh? <laughs> I wanted one oh. of those yellow raincoats so badly when I was younger. I'm not pulling faces at that. It's I was walking just through. Say, it's walking, walking through, through crap. Piles yeah. of sheets. Well, hey, who knows? We've seen Megan Fox wearing a yellow raincoat in the the trailer, so might come back in vogue. Who knows? I might have to get myself one. I'd look good in a yellow jumpsuit. I don't personally. think I don't think I could. I don't think I could pull off yellow. I'll look you good know, in any colour, sweetums. Next year for my thirtieth birthday, for yeah. I'm having a turtles themed birthday party. Yeah, I know if you've you been banging on about this. If you come dressed as April O'Neil now, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah. Told you, I've got <laughs> the hips. I've got nice childbearing hips. I'd look good in a yellow jumpsuit. You'd have jumpsuit, to stuff your there. <laughs> you've always got to tear me down, haven't you? Hey. <laughs> He's got to make me feel bad about myself. Got a, you know I'm self-conscious. A modest bosom. You, you know I'm self-conscious about that. Come on, <laughs> that's not cool. Thought we were friends, bro. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to dress as. I'm kind of ruining it by being the shredder this year. Well, I want it to be Leonardo, seeing as he's my favourite. All right, I'll be out there. I, I would look nice in a yellow jumpsuit. But where the hell would I find a yellow jumpsuit eBay, from? I would imagine. Possibly. I don't know. I looked on eBay for a Casey Jones mask. They cost a ton, oh, and it's only the mould as well. I don't know how to make a mask. Me neither. Ask Paul Richardson. He makes things with stuff. I feel a bit cheeky. I haven't really spoke to the dude in a good well, few years. Offer him some money, like. then it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I like free. It's my favourite price. What about a small amount of money, like pence? <laughs> I'll give him two quid. Nah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> You know this thing I can buy off the internet for like two hundred pounds. Yeah. You're making me for two quid. I saw a mould for this mask. It costs about sixty pound. I'm not prepared to pay you, but <laughs> would you make me one? <laughs> oh, I, I reckon that would go down like a storm. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. 
I feel like we should probably sum up our feelings on this film now because we just keep going off on tangents. Yeah, we are waffling. We it's are. Just like, I, I say, I'm making it sound like we've only just started waffling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to be fair, this is our first episode. We hadn't got a structure because we didn't really know what we were going to do. So we thought we'd just talk about this film and we forgot that we're both shit at life and staying on topic. I'm not bad at life. Things are going all right for me for a change. <laughs> to be fair, screw you. Anybody listening <laughs> don't drag to this, me, don't drag you down with me. <laughs> anybody listening to this probably already knows how terrible I am for uh, going off on digressions. Did anyway, I just so. say don't drag you down with me? I meant don't, I don't drag know. me down with you. I wasn't you. listening. Oh I'm God. sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually. You know what? Look, looks. To be fair, are you legit drunk? Well, I told you I've been up since four o'clock this morning, and I've not had a great deal to eat since that pizza that we had. That pizza was so nice. I know it was. And once I finish this, I'm going to have the third bottle as well. Oh, get it. It's yummy in my tummy. <laughs> oh, terrible. So, okay, to round off this episode, what was your favourite bit from the film? I'm going to go with two favourite bits. Uh, cheating? No, I'm not cheating. Don't take one of mine or I'll punch you in the vagina. Well, it probably is going to be one of yours. All right, I'll, I'll go for one then. It's not actually my favourite bit because I think my favourite bit's your favourite bit. I love... <laughs> it's really stupid. I love the bit where... Um, the foot ninja with the act, one of the axes takes a swing at Mikey right near the end. Then he pops his head down into his shell. Yes. Smashes him in the face from behind and screams, I love being a turtle. <laughs> and it's so silly, really, because it's such a short, brief moment. But it, 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 it encapsulates the character of Michelangelo <laughs> so well in such a brief moment of time, my dear. Doesn't it, though? Oh, it, it, it you know what? I'm, I'm putting on my uh, pretentious tough voice, but it really does. It's, it's such a funny little moment. Mm. What's your favourite bit? The cricket line. Do you know what that's... I knew it would be the cricket line. I think it's because, I mean, as much as I am a massive Donny fan, I do, like, super love Casey. And when I read that comic... Uh, annoyingly, I read the comic after seeing the movie about 55 times. And when I realised how close it was to the source material as well, that just made mm. it, like, infinitely better again. And it was already a pretty... Uh, Pretty amazing scene, but I always it always cracks me up a little bit because the idea behind Raph's "you got to know what a crumpet is" <laughs> line doesn't make a whole lot of sense because I've asked a lot of people what exactly is a crumpet and nobody can tell me. <laughs> Everybody just goes on though. It's not like that thing like, like you toast it, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, but is it a bread or what? And they're like, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily a fact of knowing how to make a crumpet or where they no, come but what from. What is a but, crumpet? <laughs> well, it's a bread snack, isn't it? Is sort it? of thing. It's like a is breakfast. It? Is it bread? Do I look like a baker? <laughs> well, see what I mean. You don't, I don't know what a crumpy know. is. Well, I don't know what a crumpy is. I don't I know what, what one is. looks like, you fuck. But there are things you put in the toaster with loads of holes in. Well, I know what I a crumpy is. I know what it looks like, but what is it? Yeah, that's what I'm getting. That. Is it bread? Yes. Is it bread? <laughs> I love this argument. <laughs> the thing is, though, I don't understand cricket either, so maybe that's <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe you do have to know what a crumpy is to understand cricket. <laughs> Thanks for that, Rich. <laughs> I'm going to look at what crumpets are. But I'm going to re. All right, then I'm going to reiterate what my point. Then I think it's he's getting at people don't know what a crumpet is, not how it's made, or if it's a bread or a bun or a biscuit or whatever. It, what it actually is, because I mean, a crumpet. You don't. If you didn't know that it was something you ate, it could be anything, couldn't it? I think the joke is you know what a crumpet is, so you, you must, you know. A crumpet mm. is what my granddad calls an attractive lady. Oh, a bit of crumpet. A bit of crumpet. A bit of crumpet. <laughs> cool, she's a bit of a crumpet, eh? Is your granddad dirty Michelangelo? <laughs> I bet his shell was tightening. Oh, uh, no. Uh, 
Uh, uh, uh. Oh. I, I need to stop reading reviews and stuff of turtles because it keeps telling me things that's like I think I'm reading all the reviews where people think the film is not good and it's just it's putting me off a bit I'm still looking forward to it though I like the reviews that keep blaming Michael Bay when all he did was produce it well done Blame you're all idiots though. you're all idiots it can't be like oh, I don't think it, there's a, a way it can possibly be that bad like, unless all of the Turtles' personalities are wrong and the voices are shit and the action is bad, which, judging by the trailers, that fucking avalanche scene looks amazed tits. <sighs> right, both of us have seen that unused concept art yeah. of the alien turtles that they were Fucking terrifying. That, that are horrible, horrible... Horrendous. Ugh, awful mess. turtles, right? So, and, and either way, even, if, even though I hadn't seen them, I still maintain that the... The new turtles don't look bad. I think they look good. I I think the nostrils will take some getting used to for me. Mm. And I think they are decidedly incredibly beefy. Which I find not... It's not off-putting or bad. It's just so different. Yeah, they are. Because they've always been muscular. In contrast with Splinter, who is supposed to be about the the height that he is in the comics, where he's about four foot or something like Mm. that. Because, I mean, they had um, Danny Woodburn playing him, who is a... um, I'm never sure if this is a dwarf. A little person. A li- yeah, I'm never sure if it's the right. What's right the way politically correct yeah, way to yeah. say? But, um, small man. He's a, a, a well. I think dwarf is the right, the right one. If not, I do apologise. But um, he's an, he's a dwarf actor who was you know done the mocap um, for him. Although I heard he was quite upset that he wasn't going to get to voice him. Yeah. Do you feel bad? A little bit. I always feel bad for like people who are in the suits and stuff. Like Warwick Davis was um, Marvin the Marsh, uh, Marvin the Android. Uh, Come on, man! Oh my God! Okay, kick your on. brain into gear. Oh God! Sorry, the paranoid android, Mar- um, Marvin. Marvin the parent, yeah, Marvin the paranoid android. Oh, why did I? Th- why did I second guess myself? <laughs> That's happening a lot today, and I don't. Oh know my why. God! Hang on. Wow, that registered so much. <laughs> that registered more than you've been doing. Fucking hell. <laughs> that registered louder than my overly loud hat That's at because the my head, like the table, is made of wood. <laughs> but, um, oh, do you know what? <laughs> That's another one, actually. Doug, um, Doug Jones, who did the Silver Surfer in the Fantastic Four sequel, who in a lot of the early trailers was the voice of him. And I maintain he sounded better than Lawrence Fishburne. I thought Lawrence Fishburne's voice oh, was no, too I deep. I love Lawrence Fishburne. No, I like Lawrence Fishburne. I like it's Lawrence like Fishburne. melted chocolate in it. See, I never understood why they had him as like a narrator. Because I, I remember watching a load of... Um, in the, ter- the TMNT oh, the movie of 2007. Yeah. So I should have preface that with I love how we're just talking to each other like knowing exactly what's going on because well, we we're know such what we're going on about <laughs> well yeah but that and like we've known each other for ages so we're not we're knowing well, what we're going on about anyway <laughs> so we do apologize um but Lawrence Fishburne doing the narration and that I remember watching um at the time I'd got Sky <laughs> um watching one of the kids channels and they'd got um like a documentary, but like a little, little, little brief making of thing, and they had him in it, and I was like, "All oh, right, okay." So like, he's talking about his role in it, so he must probably they have like a lot of narration. No, 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 not at all. Like two, three minutes at the beginning, maybe. Is there a little bit at the end? Possibly. No, the, not even that because it's it's Raphael that does it, isn't it? So it's Nolan North. Oh yeah, when he does while they're all running all over. That's the it, air. and he does like the he does the, the monologue from the first from the first issue. 
the we strike hard and like yeah. fade away into the night. So yeah, no, he literally does like. Pro- if I'm being generous, five minutes worth of narration at most, and probably not even that over the beginning of the film. I actually really like it. It was Patrick Stewart's voice that pulled me out of that. Really? Oh, yeah. I love Peace Stew. I, I know I love anything. his. I love oh. his voice, but it is so associated with him to me that I can't like. I couldn't accept it coming out of this almost Mister Incredible looking dude. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But it's so silky. <laughs> it is pretty smooth. It's like wiping your ass with silk. Is Peace Stew's voice? It's beautiful. I don't it's know beautiful. if I like that analogy. I don't know if I'm Obviously, like you've never wiped your bottom with silk, dear. Why would I? I don't That's know. Not where you put no, silk? Like, it seems like the sort of thing that you'd do if you had like rather a large amount of money. Do I look like I've got rather a large amount of money? <laughs> Enough to wipe my ass on silk. Nice house. <laughs> Enough turtles. You've got more things than me. <laughs> You come around and see my gaff. Like, I know I've got that Lego Ecto-1 that uh, Rich has got, but shit, I ain't got a lot else. Most of the other stuff's Lucia's. Have you seen my Bebop and Rocksteady down there, by the way? Yes, I've seen your Bebop and Blooming Rocksteady. Are they cool? Which sounds ever so slightly like a euphemism. <laughs> That's what I named my boobs. Have you I seen mean... my Bebop and Rocksteady? <laughs> no, I've got a girlfriend and you're married. Um... <laughs> Badumtish. Mm. How did we end up with partners? <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about partners in crime. So the film ends. Ah. The film ends. Everybody loves being a turtle, and we've given up on stealth. And Sam Rockwell, who we haven't talked about at all. Sam Rockwell can't blink. Uh, No, he can't blink. He can't blink. He can't wink. Sam Rockwell cannot wink. He can't wink. He can. He just winks with both his eyes at once. (laughs) That's not winking. Oh my god. It's so weird. He should stick to dancing. He's good at dancing. The man can do the splits like a pro. And you know what? I sound like I'm ripping on him. I really like Sam Rockwell. I think he's a cracking so actor. I loved Moon. Oh, that film is tit. Do you know what's the other one? Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Stop really. banging the table, guy. That's where the mic is. They didn't hear that one. Didn't Look, even register. Did. Look, that's what that is. Oh, a little bit. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> and Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I'm going to go back to where we were. Great film, but in that film, apparently nobody told him when you wink, you use one eye, like a normal person. (laughs) And I can do it with like either eye. I'm not very good at winking, actually. I look like I'm having a stroke. (laughs) Oh, like Donnie with a straw. Yeah. Oh. But partners in crime. I do fucking love that song, but he straight up gets it wrong. Yeah, yeah. The the multi-platinum and Grammy award-winning group who released millions and millions of albums, Partners in Crime. Crime with a K and a Y, isn't it? Yeah, they only did one song, as far as I'm aware. (laughs) Jesus, bless them. They were a one-hit wonder. I mean, I say I can't say great deal, I... I had that single on vinyl, for Christ's sake, but... I do love that song. Well, we know it word for word. We sat drunkenly at the barbecue and, like, sat singing it without music. Yeah. Which, in in any other company, I might feel ashamed about, but... No. No. Never feel ashamed about Turtles' love. I feel like uh, we've skipped so much of this film that we could have talked about. Well, once again, we should really have made notes... I felt like I knew this film well enough to not have to make notes, but I think notes would have kept me more structured. 
It's not that we don't know the film. I could talk. I could talk for about four hours or more on about just this film, <laughs> whilst constantly keep... going off on. Yeah, the I was going to say if we didn't um, keep talking about everything else in the world, also. But it, I'll be honest with you. I don't. It's such a good film that I don't think it really. It needs us to like. I mean, I know we're not trying to sell it to anybody because it's been out for so long. It's not exactly like this is a review. This is more like our feelings on it and what we've noticed particularly in, in this viewing. But, um, I mean, what else is there to tell people without... Mind you, I suppose I've already We've, We have spoiled it to buggery. Well, yeah. like, look, what, what, look, this is one of those things where you watch a James Bond film, you expect James Bond to win. Do you know, this is something you, you that I find really lose. strange, is that people, like, there are certain spoilers I can understand. Like, for example, what happens at the end of Moon, which I'm not going to say, but because mm. we just spoke about that film. What you find out during the course of that film and what happens at the end is properly like, whoa, yes. when you see it. So I would never want to tell people that. But, you know, we're talking no, about I'm not ruining... when people get miffed about, like, oh, you've... You know, I said to Rich, I can't really get annoyed if I, if I find spoilers for the new Turtles film because it's not out here till October. Realistically, what's there to spoil? <laughs> the turtles will undoubtedly win. It was nice actually because in this one, the first one, it's one of the few ones that doesn't have that um, like, oh, one of the turtles got captured thing Spin- that Spinter happens. Splinter gets captured though. Doesn't yeah, it? but he's not a turtle, so that's, that's true. fine. Yeah, and plus to be fair, that happened in the comics, so that's allowed. Also Whereas true. in nearly every other one, at least one turtle gets captured. One or more turtles gets captured in every one since number two. Raphael gets captured. Yeah. Uh, number three, I think Michelangelo falls into that. Now, to be fair, he doesn't get captured as such, but he gets he falls into the hands of the um, the rebel yes. side or something like that. Uh, TMNT Leonardo gets captured. So so far, the only one that hasn't been captured is Donatello. Because he's a badass. <laughs> he is though. He's smarter. I did like that line in the trailer with the uh, "Allow me to be the badass for once." I thought yes. that was. I thought that was cute. Was like, I, I wish I was good with a bow staff. I might try and learn. Mm. Hey, even Sean William Scott managed to do it in Bulletproof Monk, so anyone can do it apparently. I don't think I could. I've got the hand-eye coordination of a leaf of lettuce. Like I'm, I'm bad at physical activities, and also not knocking things over. I just walked into the door the other day, as you do. Into that a was door. daft. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. So anyway, turtles. Now let's wrap it up because it's been an hour and fifteen minutes of total tangents. Yeah. Total tangents. Yeah, if you stuck through to this point, well bravo, done. well done. That's uh, an endurance trial, most likely. It really was. Hey, I've so had fun. I've had fun also, and next time we will make more of an effort to do something more structured we'll make and notes. be a bit more. Yeah, we'll make notes. How's bit, that? Yeah, this is what I've discovered. You see, because uh, I always make notes for the parlour, and I didn't make notes for this, and I think that's why. Yeah, but you said you still go off on a tangent anyway, even if you make your notes. Mm, that is true. And I have slurred a little more than I normally would. <laughs> but <laughs> considering that I've like nearly polished off two very large bottles of uh, premium ale. Or lager, lager beer. sorry. So it's pretty... lager beer. Is yeah, what but do you know what? That makes it sound like it's some kind of knockoff, like lager beer. Like yeah. that make, it makes it sound like a cheap knockoff. But you know, this is like a good tenant super. This is a good. This is a good uh, vintage. <laughs> and considering oh. I've polished off two very large bottles of it, you know, I'm doing pretty well for myself. Oh yeah, six hundred and sixty mil. That's quite a lot. What percentage is it? Four point eight. Yeah, mm. but it's volume as well, isn't it? It's not just. <laughs> Shut up. 
pour another glass of wine. I'm going to spit in it. I won't really. That's not nice. Oh, God, I had to get a body move. Um, anyway, we will definitely be back for an episode two, um, simply because I've got to make this run last longer than the last run of podcast in a half shell. Especially now Rob made a very lovely oh logo gosh, for it. Yes, can we just say a massive, massive thanks to Rob, who um, he designed the logo for the show back in the day when Luke and I used to do it, um, which I promptly stuck on a hard an external hard drive that now doesn't work anymore so I can't yeah. retrieve it so I was all sad about that so Rob being an absolute darling just remade it for me so yeah but it wouldn't really have worked with um, oh, just gonna crop famous Luke and then he and almost looks it. like you it's like another glasses wearing Hawaiian shirt toting kind of guy does he now that I've had my hair cut do you look like probably me with long hair? No, probably a bit more like you now that you've had your hair. Oh, fair enough. Well, then I made the right move, didn't I, with that then? <laughs> Wonderful. It's almost like an exact replica. <laughs> um, no, we will definitely be back. And uh, obviously, if you want to send in any comments or uh, tell us to shut up, we won't, but you can tell us if you want. Mm. Uh, or give us ideas on what you'd like us to talk about next time. Uh, we are going to try and get some interviews and things lined up, but um, for the most part, it'll just be us waffling, I think. Think probably on a monthly-ish basis, perhaps. I can deal with that. You yeah. said two months. Did I? Too right. Two monthly then. No, I like the sound bi-monthly. of monthly. I like the sound of monthly. Bi- is That's it? Bi- is bi monthly twice a month or two monthly? I'm not sure. <laughs> if I'm on, I think, on a postcard. No, I think bi monthly. So bi monthly is every two months. Yeah. I love Rich. I hope that picked up on the mic. Otherwise, it looks like I was talking to myself. Rich just said that bi-monthly means two. So <laughs> Thanks, Rich. he's very helpful. Thanks, Rich. Looks um, like I didn't need to keep my phone by the side of me for Wikipedia <laughs> after all. Um, so if you do want to send us any comments, you can drop them to the uh, the same email address as the parlour, which is stacysparlour at gmail.com. That's Stacy with an E and parlour with a U for all you Americans who keep saying, I've sent you an email and you don't reply. It's because I haven't had it because you've not sent it to the right place. You dink. Anyway, I'm also on Twitter as at StaceBobT. Are you willing to share your Twitter? I'm on Twitter, but I never use it. I don't yeah, but, understand it. But what it's if people all... tweeted you stuff like, Core, I thought your episode was great and core. You've got a really sexy accent you have and core stuff. Um, I, I think it's at Deadpool360. That sounds a bit right. Is that right? I can't I remember. So. I literally, I don't even log into it. It's on automatic on my phone. I don't know. The only person, like, there's literally been about three people, four people who've interacted with me. No, five. Right, you, Rich, I think Benji, who's damn near dead for all intents and purposes, <laughs> unless you talk to him about roller derby, uh, my mate Rick, and um, another lad who's a thieving scumbag, so I don't really care about him. Um, <laughs> and that's about it. Oh. So that's I can literally on one hand I can count the amount of people I've interacted with Maybe on Twitter. Maybe you'll get loads of people interacting with you now because I have at least like six listeners. Yeah, but you understand it. I don't get all this hashtag at things. Uh, it's <laughs> too much for me. Uh, it, yeah, it makes me Twitter makes me feel old. That's depressing. You Same with Instagram, it. I don't get it. I love Instagram, I take I pictures of all do. of my dinners. And so many selfies. I went to a wedding over the weekend and I took like 12 selfies. But anyway. Mm. 
We really are digressing. You had the audacity to call me a selfie addict when I took one picture of yourself wearing them. Turtles. No, you took the... two and sent them both to me on the same day, and I was like, Dick. One of them was an accident. I sent it to cheer up somebody else. God damn it. <laughs> And besides, them sunglasses were hilarious. I've got to say, I'm amazed I haven't put them on yet. And and, and selfied on Instagram, checking me out, recording the podcast. I'm going to say... a big actually, this it's not like it was free or anything, but I'm going to say thank you for uh, to Loot Crate for this month's Loot Crate, which was awesome, by the way, which was rammed full of um, turtles goodies, which included a um, oh, what did I get? Um, I can't remember the name. It was like a little vinyl figure, but not. It wasn't a Funko, but um, I got Leonardo because I think it was. Um, you could have had basically so any lucky. four turtles. Well, yeah, for me, if I'd have had one, if I'd have had Splinter or Shredder, it'd have been well good. If oh, I'd no, I would have accepted the, the Shredder. I think. Mm, well, maybe, but but uh, yeah, I had a nice Leonardo done in the style of the new TV series, and I also got strangely with amongst the other stuff in there, I got a pair of sunglasses shaped like a bandana. <laughs> I had Michelangelo this time, so it wasn't all that bad. But seeing as about the nicest compliment I've ever received off anybody was one you very drunkenly gave to me at the barbecue, which was, um, I know you like Leonardo, but you're not like him. You're like Michelangelo because you're really fiercely loyal. Oh, did which you know? I, like, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it was that really drunk nice. It was true. That I wasn't that drunk then. You are very loyal and very mm. funny. Mm. You're more of a Mikey than a Leo, I think. Because I get really annoyed I don't understand why you like Leo. Like, uh, this is a... Bushido Coden, he's got two swords. Yeah, but Raph's got two soy. Mikey's yeah, got he's two got two dinner drops. forks. Donnie's got a ginta, for fuck's sake. Na- yeah, in the new series. Oh, stabby, stabby. He's got a bow staff. <laughs> All right. All right. We have taken. Like this is the that. longest route to rounding up a show I've yeah. ever fucking taken in my life, <laughs> and I've done a lot of podcasts. That's because I'm fun to talk to. What can I say? It's not yeah. my fault. We could just stop this though and talk to each other afterwards. You are sat in my kitchen. Yeah, yeah, I am at your house, isn't I? Yeah, so we could totally, totally do that. Uh, so anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you got all the way through this rambling nonsense. Oh, I you're promise, doing the outro. <laughs> yeah, I promise not to drink next time. I don't. I'm not going to drink next time. Especially if we've got a guest on, so that could be really embarrassing. Oh, if we've got a guest on, I might behave. <laughs> I doubt we'll have a guest boy episode too, but we'll see. Anyway, thanks for listening, and um, yeah, ta-ra. Laters, taters. <laughs> that was genuinely the worst. Reporter was hot on the trail, determined to put these crooks in jail. She spied the bad guys and saw what happened, but before she knew it, she fell in a trap and got caught. Yeah, she was all alone, with no friends and no phone. Now this was beyond her worst dreams, cause she was cornered by some wayward teens. Headed by Shredder, they were anything but good. Misguided on love, they called them the foot. They could terrorize and be angry youth and they'd mug the people who needed proof. Then from out of the dark came an awesome sound. Shout a cowabunga as they hit the ground. From the field of weeds, the heroes rescued the flower because they possessed eternal Strength to do what's right, that's turtle power.
on a half shell, they're on a mission. When there's a battle, got the enemy wishing that they stayed at home. Instead of fighting these ninja masters with moves like lightning, they were once normal, but now the mutants. Sprint is the teacher, so they are the students. Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello make up the team with one other fellow, Raphael. He's the leader of the group, transformed from the norm by the nuclear goop. Pizza's the food that's sure to please. These ninjas are into pepperoni and cheese. Back to the story, it's not hard to find. Ninjas not just of the body, but of the mind. Those were the words that the master instructed. But a letter from Shredder had Splinter abducted. That was the last straw, spring into action. Step on the foot, now they're gonna lose traction. Now this is for real, so you fight for justice. Your shell is hard, so you shout, they can't dust us off. Like some old coffee table Since you've been born You've been willing and able To defeat the snake Protect the weak Fight for rights And your freedom to speak Now the villain is chilling So you make a stand Back to the wall Put your sword in your hand Remember the words Of your teacher Your master Evil moves fast But good moves faster Than light Shining for your illumination Good versus evil Equals confrontation So when you're in trouble Don't give in and go sour Try to rely on your Journal power Art. 